afternoon or evening for wherever you may be joining us from today. Welcome to the Life Church Podcast. Good morning, Life Church. I'm hoping you're having a great week. It's so good that we get to spend this time again together on this Sunday morning and worship God together. I thank you for being a part of this service. Uh, what a great uh, service we had last Sunday, um, honoring the moms and having the kids a part of that. And Sister Shauna did such a fabulous job ministering the Word of God. I thank her for, for ministering in such a great way from the Word of God to every one of us at Life Church. Sister Shauna, thank you. It's, of course, on all of our minds, when do we get back to church? Well, um, I would be glad to tell you that I know the answer to that, and I'm hoping that it happens soon. We're watching the news, we're watching what they're allowing to open back up, and I'm praying that we can eventually get to the point where we can gather back together in God's house, together as a family, to worship God together in the presence of God. Uh, but until that happens, we're gonna do it online, and I thank you for being a part of this. I just encourage you today as we minister the word of God to you to spend some time in prayer, to spend some time in praise, because uh, really that's what's going to get us through this very uncertain time. Um, as we know some news about opening, we will definitely inform you. We'll keep you informed. We'll be putting um, posts out. We'll be um, sending you emails to the Life Church family, keeping you informed of what the possibilities are as we move forward. So um, I want to get into the Word of God today, and I'm going to continue talking about the Unstoppable Church. We've talked about that for several weeks now, and really God has put us in a place. He's pushed us out of our building, and I believe that that's what God is using to touch people. There are people being touched by this online service and the services that we're having at Life Church that would never ever have walked through the doors of our building. So God is using this time and he is making it something that he is gonna get the glory for in the long run. So as we are out of the building, I pray that we are becoming the unstoppable church that God has called us to be. Uh, today's thoughts are also from the book of Acts because that's where God's unstoppable church began, is in the book of Acts. When they received the power of the Holy Ghost, they became an unstoppable force in their world. And today, we're not going to really talk so much about the unstoppable church going forward. Yes, we are going to go forward. But I'm going to talk about something that this unstoppable church does and does extremely well. And that is to praise God in the middle of the trial, to praise God in the middle of the adversary, uh, the adversity, to praise God when things are not going right. You know, when I think of unstoppable church, I, I, my mind usually goes to things like power and authority and revival and people coming into the church. And we want all of that And when we think about unstoppable church. We, we think about anointing and, and signs and wonders. And I talked to you about that the last time we talked. Rarely when we think about God's unstoppable church do we think of opposition or um, adversaries or trials or tests happening. Um, no, normally that's not a part of our vocabulary. Um, but I want to let someone know today, God's unstoppable church, it's not always going to be smooth sailing. 
We've got biblical precedent for that. Um, it's no easy street sort of party for all of us. It's not a ticket to easy street. There will be opposition. There will be trials. And that was found present in that New Testament church in the book of Acts. As the early church began to take new territory, we found that opposition came. And as this unstoppable church in 2020 starts to move forward, starts to take new territory, our adversary is not going to take it sitting back, laying back, saying, come on in, take all the territory you want. No, our adversary is going to put up a fight. He's going to bring opposition. My thoughts today come from Acts chapter 16. What a great chapter this is in the book of Acts. This is where Paul and Silas, they find themselves in a trial that they one day had to encounter doing the work of God as leaders in an apostolic, unstoppable church. Acts chapter 16 and verse 22 reads like this. Then the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates tore off their clothes. Paul and Silas' clothes were torn off and commanded that they be beaten with rods. Think about it. And when they had laid many stripes on them, threw them into the prison, they commanded the jailer to keep them securely. Having received this charge, he put them in the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. How did Paul and Silas, the great men of God, how did they get to this point? Did they do something wrong? Were they being ungodly in any way? No. Paul and Silas got to this point by doing the will of God, by following the voice of God, by walking after God. Wow. Most of us want to be a part of an unstoppable church, but we're not necessarily ready for the opposition that's going to come our way in the middle of it. You see, earlier in chapter 16 of the book of Acts, we find that Paul had a vision from God. Verse 9 says, And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia stood and pleaded with him, saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. Now, after he had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go to Macedonia. I am sure that the Apostle Paul, when he had this great vision from God, he thought this is going to be awesome. God has given me a vision. And, and I'm sure he thought there was going to be revival waiting for him as he got to Macedonia. Never in a million years did he imagine that he was walking into one of the biggest trials of his life. Of course, Paul had many, but this was the beginning of those many trials. He was going to have to live through some stuff here in this time in his life. Um, did it start out with all opposition? No, the Bible lets us know when he got there, he found a group of women praying by the river. That's a good start. Find some godly people. Perhaps this is the way that the revival is going to begin. Uh, I'm sure that's what he thought, but no, that's not what happened. The first thing after he got in contact with this women 
the women's group that was praying, he came in contact with a demonic girl that had been demon-possessed. Acts 16 and 19 says it like this. Now it happened when we went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with the spirit of divination met us who brought her masters much profit by fortune-telling. This, this poor little girl, she was demon-possessed, and she had some people that were, were making a lot of money oh, because of that. Later on in verses 18, it says, Paul was greatly annoyed. He turned and said to the Spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he come out that same hour. You know what? I just want to let someone know, as you move forward in faith, you move forward with God, you move forward asking God to use you in a powerful way at this time, I want to let you know that there will be opposition that will come. The devil will not let you just walk into his territory and take any of his territory without a fight. Um, many times you can be doing the right thing and you'll be faced with opposition. Paul, he did the right thing here. When he was faced with the opposition, he used the power that's in the name of Jesus. He cast out that demon and he was on his way. He thought, okay, things are good. Everybody should be happy now. The demon's gone. But everybody was not happy. The Bible says in verse 19, but when her master saw that their hope of profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas. They dragged them into the marketplace to the authorities. Wow. We, we know this story. We already read it at the beginning of this message. Paul and Silas were taken. Their clothes ripped off. They were beaten with rods. They had many stripes laid upon their back. They were thrown into the lowest prison, the Bible says. They were bleeding in the darkness. That They were in a prison that was cold and dark. Probably could hardly see the hand in front of their face because it was so black in there. Feet were in stocks, hands in stocks. Nothing had gone right for Paul and Silas on this day. All of this happened when Paul and Silas were following the voice of God. All of this happened when Paul and Silas were traveling with a word from the Lord. So how does Paul and Silas react in the middle of this trial? They're following after God. They're following the voice of God. How do they react when things don't go the way they plan? The Bible says in Acts chapter 16 and 25, but at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the prisoners were listening to them. They began to pray. They began to cry out to God. Um, they didn't know how it was going to turn out. They didn't know what was going to happen in the morning. But they began to sing and they began to praise God. I, I don't know if, if that makes any sense to you or not. But I want this to be a lesson for someone today that's listening to the sound of my voice. You might be in the middle of your trial. You might be in the middle of your test. You might be in the middle of the biggest crisis in your life. Perhaps what this message is to tell you today begin to praise God begin to lift up your voice to God begin to sing praises to God don't let the circumstances of this day dictate the level of your praise because he's always worthy of praise in spite of the circumstances in spite of what's going on God is worthy of praise Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 15 says it like this. Let us continually 
offer the sacrifice of praise to God. This Hebrews passage, it's, it's letting us know we are to offer praise to God continually. You say, Pastor Steve, in unpleasant circumstances, yes, that's when you praise him. When troubles come, yes, that's when we lift up the name of Jesus. In the middle of coronavirus, Pastor Steve, is that when we praise him? Yes, in the middle of coronavirus, in the middle of the quarantine, that's when we lift up our voices, we sing praises to God Almighty. Your presence is heaven to me. I don't care what situation that you find yourself in. When you get into the presence of God, God can turn situations around every time. Don't let your present circumstances dictate if you're going to praise God. He's always worthy of praise. Even when it doesn't make sense, the Bible lets us know. In fact, it's a command in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18. It says, in everything, give thanks. I want you to turn to someone in the room, if there's someone there with you right now, and I want you to say, in everything, give thanks. The Bible goes on to let us know, because this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. You want to know what the will of God is for your life today? It's in everything, give thanks. You say, is that even possible? Can I give thanks in everything? Man, I don't even know if that's even possible, Pastor Steve. I want to tell you today, when everything is not going right, when everything is not perfect in your world, it takes a faith in God and a faith in his word to stand on his promise and say, God, you are good and your mercies endureth forever. God, I'm going to praise you with my whole heart. God, I'm going to offer to you the sacrifice of praise right now in my life. I believe for someone today, if, if you would just get out of yourself, if you would just get away from looking at your problems, if you would just stop focusing on your situation, in spite of your situation, if you would just lift up your voice in praise, there's something supernatural that begins to take place when we praise him. There's something that begins to happen in the spirit world when we lift up the name of Jesus. I believe it releases a supernatural power to become effective in your situation. I challenge you right now. I challenge you to praise God in the middle of your trial and watch God begin to work supernaturally. God can do miracles when we praise him. Amen. God can do miracles when we praise him. Paul and Silas could have easily complained. It would have been understandable for those guys to spend some time complaining. And we would have probably thought, okay, that's what I would have done. They'd been preaching the gospel. They'd been preaching about the name of Jesus. And here they get themselves flogged and thrown into prison, hands and feet in stalks, blood running down their back, cold dungeon floor. I'm sure there were rats running around them. But you know what? Paul and Silas didn't say, I'm going to complain. You can complain too. No, they begin to sing praises to God. They begin to lift up their voices in praise. And the Bible says that the rest of the prisoners that were around them, they heard them. I'm challenging you today. If we will begin to learn to praise God in the middle of our trial, God has the ability to shake the foundations of your problem. God has the ability to turn the situation around and God can set you free today if you praise him. Do you believe that today? 
Someone needs to take a moment right now and give God a little bit of praise in Jesus' name. God, I praise you in this place. God, I lift up your name in this place. God, in spite of what we're going through in 2020, in spite of the coronavirus, in spite of the stay-at-home order, God, I give you praise and glory, God, in my life. In spite of my finances, God, in spite of my health troubles, God, I'm going to praise you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. It begins to feel better when we begin to praise the name of Jesus in the middle of our trial. Amen? You know, you have really two choices when it comes to times of testing and times of adversity. Really, you can do one of two things. You can complain about it. You can pout. You can cry. You can call your friends and have a pity party if you want to. Or you can simply praise God. Which is your default today? What do you do when things are not going right? Do you just have a complaining time or do you lift up the name of Jesus? The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 18 and 21, it says death and life are in the power of the tongue. You can choose praise or you can choose complaining. I, I'm challenging Life Church today. Let's make this week a time of praise. Let's make this next coming week a week where we're going to praise God in the middle of our trial. If you're in the middle of a trial right now, if things are not going right in your life, I'm telling you based on God's word, it's, it's a good time to praise God. It's a good time to lift up the name of Jesus. Paul and Silas didn't praise God to get out of their prison. They had no idea how things were going to turn out. In fact, they may have been sentenced to death at dawn, but they decided at this late hour that they were going to say, God, you're good. I don't know what song they sung, but they could have sung, Lord, you are good and your mercies endureth forever. Maybe death was awaiting them in the morning, but they were going to give praise and lift up the name of Jesus because he was God and God was going to see them through. You know, there's a great book in the, the Bible, in the New Testament. One of my favorite books of the Bible, actually, it's the book of Philippians. Many scholars call this book the book of joy. It was written by the Apostle Paul. And, and when you just read this book at a high level, it's just a great, it's an inspirational book. It's just full of great truths in it. But when you think about, when you get to dig down a little deeper and you realize that Paul wrote the book of Philippians from a prison, from a jail cell, from a dungeon. It's, it's just, it turns that book around to think that in the middle of those terrible circumstances, in the middle of being in a prison, Paul writes such an inspirational book for us that we can get strength from today. I want to tell you today that your circumstances today should not determine your joy. Amen? What you're going through right now should not determine how you are living your life. It's time to praise the Lord. It's time to be a church with unstoppable praise. I believe today we learned some great lessons through this story from the book of Acts. We learned that God's unstoppable church in spite of adversity, in spite of the circumstances, we are to be unstoppable in our praise. And for us today to be unstoppable in our praise, I've got two quick points I want you to get in this message. How do I have unstoppable praise, you ask? I've got one solution here for you. Number one, you need to connect yourself with people of faith. 
Psalm 34 and verse three, the psalmist says, oh, magnify the Lord with me. That's more than one. And let us more than one exalt his name together. Now, I know maybe it might be a little difficult for us to get together and, and exalt his name together and magnify the Lord together. But I'm saying even today, how are you looking at where you're at in life? What are you doing? Who are you hanging out with even online? Who are you talking to? These people, you got to be careful who you talk to because if you connect with the right people, you will have a praise on your lips. You know what? You're going to have some friends and they're going to be complainers and doubters and naysayers. Uh, I'm saying don't, don't hang out with those guys. Find some people that can speak positively. Find some people that can speak in a way that lifts up Jesus. Find some people that are full of faith faith, and, and find and hang out with those people that are quick to give God praise. Paul had Silas. You know, they were there together. These two preachers were there together in this, in this dungeon. Their, their blood was running down their backs and they, they were not in a good place. You know what? If one of them had started out with a negative slant, who knows how this story would have ended up. But, but I don't know how it really started, but one of them spoke to the other and said, you know what? I don't know what's going to happen here. But because we're brothers, let, let, let's unite together. Let's begin to thank God together that we were worthy to be counted as someone who could be, you know, taken to this place. As someone who could be, you know, beaten. As someone who could be whipped. As someone who could be put in prison because of the name of Jesus. Because of doing godly things. Uh, they counted, you know, themselves to be a great honor to be in that place. So they had each other to praise God. And something wonderful begins to happen when we connect with people of like precious faith, with the right mindset, and we begin to praise God. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Uh, that's why I believe getting back to the house of God is so important. It's vital that we get back to the house of God because something supernatural takes place when God's people gather together, when God's people come in one accord and we begin to lift up the name of Jesus, when we connect with brothers and sisters that are also praising God. I say there's something that's supernatural that takes place and I look forward to that day. It must be a priority that we get back to the house of God as quickly as possible. And even today, though, we're meeting together online. Life Church, we're together in different homes today, but we're here together. I'm saying as we unite together in praise today, God begins to do something spiritual among us. I believe it. In fact, again, in this service, let's take a moment. Let's take 30 seconds, and let's give God praise right now. In your house, in your living room, in your kitchen, riding in your car, wherever you're at right now, I want you to begin to lift up the name of Jesus. God, we lift up your name. Jesus, we love you today. God, you're so worthy of praise. God, I thank you that you're with us in the middle of every trial, in the middle of every test. God, I just exalt your name because you're wonderful. I thank you today that we have this time, God, this time where we're kind of set aside from the, the cares of this world. We're set aside from all the busyness, God, and we get to focus on you. God, I just lift up your name. God, I glorify your name. God, I exalt you today because you're great and you're greatly to be praised. 
Let us magnify the Lord together. Let us lift up the name of Jesus together. Life Church, I thank you. There's a power that is, is set forth in the spirit when we praise his name together. Amen. So number one, we can have unstoppable praise when we connect with people of faith. And number two, I believe that we can have unstoppable praise when we do something that the adversary does not expect us to do. Psalm 34 and verse one, a great Psalm. I will bless the Lord at all times. Say all times out loud, all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. You know what? Your adversary, the devil, he's expecting you to complain because probably you've done it in the past. But you know what? What we can do today, something a little different, instead of complaining about where life is at, instead of complaining about the finances, instead of complaining about the stay-at-home order, order let, let's just do something different. Let, let's, let's confuse our enemy, confuse the adversary by saying, I'm not going to complain today, but I'm going to praise the name of Jesus. You know, I think too often the devil has us figured out. I think too often we have a typical response. We're just a little too predictable. Let's take him by surprise today. Let, let's, let's confuse him a little bit today by doing something that the devil does not expect. God didn't keep Paul and Silas from the prison. Uh, he didn't. They went there. That prison was real. But their response when they were in that place was something that got God's attention. And when they began to praise the Lord, God showed up in a powerful way. And God brought them out of that prison because they took the time and they decided we are going to give praise to God. As I bring my thoughts today on this unstoppable praise topic, I, I think at the, the time of midnight, you know, midnight is usually viewed as a bad time. I had a sweet grandmother, we called her Graham Stockford, and she always said this, she said, nothing good happens after midnight. You know what, and she's probably very, very wise when she said that because she knew. Uh, nothing really does much happen good after midnight. A lot of evil takes place in the darkness. Um, midnight is usually seen in the word of God as a dark time as a negative place. But, but also in the word of God, midnight is one of those times that I believe that God uses and God shows up. You'd be surprised how many times in the word of God that there's a suddenly associated with the midnight time. Too many times in the word of God that God suddenly shows up in the midnight hour. And I want to just encourage you today, if you would just hold on through those midnight hours, if you would just hold on through the midnight trial that you might be going through, that some of God's best miracles take place in the midnight hour. For Paul and Silas, it was their biggest trial to date. But for Paul and Silas, it became the grand miracle. Acts chapter 16 and verse 26, it said, and suddenly... Everybody say suddenly there was a great earthquake 
so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. God began to move and God began to shake and God began to do something supernatural when he heard the people of God giving praise in the middle of their trial. And the Bible says immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were loosed. What a powerful miracle. God shows up and God begins to shake that prison. God begins to shake the walls and the doors and the chains. And these people were loosed. Every single prisoner was loosed because of the power of people beginning to praise God. The Bible lets us know later on in this chapter that even salvation comes to the jailer's household in that miracle. All because two men in the middle of their trial, in the middle of their darkness, in the middle of their nighttime hour, they begin to lift up the name of Jesus in praise. I want to let someone know as I conclude my thoughts here today, if you're in the middle of a trial, if you're in the middle of a test, if you're in the middle of a time of adversity, the word of God is so plain today. The word of God lets us know it's time to keep on praying. It's time to keep on worshiping. It's time to lift up the name of Jesus. It's time to keep on praising. It's time to keep on trusting because I believe for someone listening to me right now, there's a midnight miracle getting ready to take place in your life because you're deciding that you're going to just change it up a little bit. You're not going to complain this time, but you're going to give God praise. I, I encourage you today. If you will do that, there's some of you right now, you're on the edge of your miracle. You're just, you're straight on the precipice of God doing something great in your life. Get away from the predictability, get away from the norm, the way that you would typically do something. And if you're needing a miracle right now, begin to give God praise, begin to lift up the name of Jesus. It's time for this unstoppable church to give God some unstoppable praise. Let's do it together, church, as a team comes back to lead us into worship. I just encourage you, let this be a time where your hands are raised, where your voice is lifted, and you're giving God praise. Who knows what kind of a miracle God is going to do for someone right now in the middle of this unstoppable praise. God bless you. We love you. Keep on praising. Keep on trusting. Keep on worshiping and let's believe that God is doing the miracle even today. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. We pray this message spoke into your life, your heart, or whatever situation you might be going through. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at lifechurch.ca on Instagram. And on Facebook, just search Life Church. And you'll find our navy blue logo with the letters LC in the middle. We thank you for your support. Have a wonderful week and God bless you.